0: podcast dad bods but we run it with class listen up show love homie it's the second half yeah it's the second half hey it's the second
1: half kicking knowledge on the new podcast listen up show love homie it's the second
0: half
2: Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, everyone? This is the second half coming right back at you with a new episode. Today, we have Peaches on my left. We've got B, the bird dog, coming in late. Uh, We also have Harold, a.k.a. Sweeney Todd. Yo, yo. And today, we have... I'm I'm super delighted to introduce our guest today. Uh, It's a pleasure and an honor, sir. We have him... Coming in from the Bay, so jumping bridges for us. This fellow's got 27 plus years in exercise fitness and uh, experience in the exercise fitness and wellness industry. He's still on the SF State faculty and staff. Yeah. Right? Teaching kinesiology over there and also uh, minding wellness for the faculty. Mm Mm-hmm. He is a CEO and founder of NXS, Networks Exercise Solutions. Yes, sir. A business consultant in the wellness industry, a wellness and program coach. That's just the uh, the professional stuff. And then his fill in traffic endeavors include the Arthur Coleman Community Health Center, Voice of Free, which we'll talk about, Copwell Gardens, the Bionian Center, the Cultural Cafe. Bro, I could go on and on. Ladies and gentlemen, John Pena Serrata.
0: Hey, right on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. It's a pleasure. An honor, actually. Yes.
2: Bro, that's a bio right there. Oh, man. One hell of a bio.
0: Oh, we all right. That means we're just old. (laughs) We're just getting old. That's all it is.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah. 27 plus years of experience, though, bro. That's uh,
0: that's yeah. I mean, yeah. Blessed enough to do it, right? Uh, Started really young, man. Started as a trainer at uh, 18, 19? Yeah. I didn't know anything.
2: (laughs) You know, and one more important fact, tidbit, actually, I should say, class of 95, Lowell High School.
0: You know. Right? So for me, this,
2: this dude is special for me because... Class of ninety six. And we won't debate about
0: which class is better. It's it's always Uh, ninety
1: (laughs) five. We had to pay we
0: had to pave the way. Oh I'm alone here. I'm alone. The one guy. You know me. Oh man, I just realized I'm
2: alone right now. I shouldn't have even brought that up. But this brother right here, he was always just genuine, humble. Just a really when you think back to high school you don't really have um, people modeling uh, what it's like to be a good person. And, you know, John, in the hallways, every time I'd see him, approach him, just a humble dude, always welcomes you with a smile. So, man, I'm, I'm just glad that you're here. Thanks for joining us.
0: <laughs> right on, man. You're, nah, man. You, you, you're making me sound like a... Like a, an angel or something. Come on now. Oh, you were.
2: You were yeah, it was a highlight to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm not I never even... heard a bad thing about you. Oh, you shit.
0: know, I, I
1: was I was at Lowell more than I was at my school. <laughs> yeah, you were, and I
0: never heard a bad thing about oh, you. Oh man, we try to you know just try to keep it straight. That's all it is. We have a good time still though. You know what I mean? That's how it is. So well,
2: Hey, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so we brought you here for a few reasons. Obviously, to talk about just uh, your experience in the industry, Uh, we'll get into another topic right after that. But I will throw this very first question at you. All right. Since you are the CEO and founder of NXS Solutions, we'd really like to hear more. So in your own words, what is it?
0: So um, honestly, it it had to pivot a few years, right? The last couple of years because of the pandemic. But um, it's basically a, a wellness consulting company. So, we create solutions for individuals and organizations um, and create a uh, wellness solution for whoever it is that needs it, right? Um, so, we started off with uh, corporate wellness. So, um, we had several companies that we were working with. I'm not sure if I should name them, but they're, you know, pretty big-name big, uh, big name companies, um, and they're from different industries, but they wanted to provide, you know, wellness and Uh, fitness solutions for their demographics so and that was in my wheelhouse for i don't know 18 years or so um and then 2018 i decided to just take off and start my own and i started yeah age of i don't want to age myself but anyways <laughs> we, we said oh that's right that's right that's right <laughs> all right well I, actually it's, a, it's i always say it. i, I say it to my students i said at the age of 40 i decided to leave big big corporations and say let me just start my own thing and i did right um and it, you know i didn't know how big it was going to be i don't know i just wanted to do my own right and so um yeah, I ended up having a handful of companies that wanted to work with me. And it was going well um, until the pandemic hit, right? And then even now, a lot of these companies are laying people off. So the, um, my opportunities with them is sort of, you know, it's, it's wavered a bit mm-hmm. because of the, the landscape. Um, but it, which is something that I always do, um, the passion of helping people has always been there. So I pivoted and I started working with individuals again um, and have found even more passion in uh, wellness coaching for people, Um, which uh, people are like, what do you mean wellness coaching? Well, I mean, there's a lot to it. You know, talk about wellness and, you know. Walk
2: walk us through that. Walk us through
0: wellness. So wellness, I mean, in in essence, it's it's the um, realization that we need to be well. In all sense, mind, body, soul, right and when you talk about wellness, if you actually divine it in Google, it also includes financial, social, all that stuff right yeah. but my focus is foc- my focus is fitness, uh, mind, body, right soul um, I touch upon um, nutrition through the gut health um, approach, and not just calories in calories out I actually don't really. T- tap on that too much? I mean, I could. I could give you all the scientific data on it. but um, And then from a social aspect, um, that includes being the person that you need to be. your uh, Where do you belong in your world and your society and how you interact with people? So a lot of the people I would work with, I would do social events with. And that was a part of the things that we were doing with the companies also, right? We'll do, all right, here's like, you know, workouts and We'll bring in all these different activities and then we'll have a social event going on because I want to touch upon all of that. And so an overall sense is to really take you away from the, the, the grind of what you guys are doing and just say, look, we got to take care of ourselves in all these realms, right? Physical, mental, um, nutrition from a gut health perspective, um, social aspect, right? And also letting the body actually recover, Mm-hmm. You know, because when, when people talk about Fitness, all they think about is, you know, the stuff that they See on on media The CrossFit style The I gotta like sweat my ass off mm-hmm. And actually, that's, that's a turn off for a lot of people Right? If They come talking to me about getting in shape it's Like, damn, I'm so anxious about it I go, why? There's nothing to be anxious about It's just, you just gotta live and move That's it, right? And so, that's kind of like where I, I pivoted, and so now Um Instead of working with just companies, uh, I consult with individuals. I create programs for them as well, which I've always done, but now I'm doing that more. Um, and then I'm also coaching and consulting little small businesses here and there, you know, people that want to get into the industry. Um, I have a partner that just, you know, he was working uh, with us in one of the health center, fitness centers that we were working with, and now he opened up his own uh, chiropractic business. And so I work hand in hand with him with his, um, operations and just really try to help him grow Mm -hmm. his, his business. So my hands all over my NXS stuff is, uh, you know, I'm taking it anywhere and everywhere. You know what I mean?
1: So who is it that you target? Is it mainly big companies, a certain age group, men, women, children?
0: Before it was, um, big companies. Um, and a lot of it was, I didn't knock at the doors. They were, they knew my name and they would reach out to me. Right. And so, um but again, when the pandemic hit, when I pivoted, I said, "Okay, well, who needs what I do?" And I just kind of like threw a little you know a little care out there, and then next thing you know, I had a handful of people start calling me because, "Hey, I know you've been doing this for a long time, but this is what I want to do, right usually the um
1: so open to all basically
0: open to all man, open to all um and when I said earlier, I found a new love and passion in coaching people. It's because even especially after this, this pandemic hit, the transformation that I'm seeing with clients is not just physical. Right. They always come with, hey, I want to lose weight or my doctor said, blah, blah, blah. Here's my health stuff. And I found a new passion with um, going more on the psyche of the person. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, right? But um, you know, I use my experience in uh, in uh, sports psych, you know, which is uh, something that we cover in kinesiology, um, and just a lot of the you know intricate things that we experience in life, right? And ask the person, well, why do you want to do this, right? It's like, hey, hey, John, I want to lose weight, or I need to do this. Okay, why? Because what happens is anybody could turn on a YouTube video nowadays, right? It's always been like that. You could pop you could t- pop in a VHS video. What is that? You know what I mean? VHS, right? With uh who who's the
1: oh, we don't do Betamax? Uh, do beta oh
0: Betamax, okay. Betamax, <laughs> Betamax. <laughs> the, beta, the Betamax. the <laughs> Betamax. And why do we still have, you know, majority of our, you know, community suffering from quote-unquote diseases that are all lifestyle related right high blood pressure cholesterol levels and which is something you know a whole new thing that we could talk about diabetes i mean you name it right it's all lifestyle related so what's the problem
2: Hmm.
0: right i've gone through my journey i know i know what was going on with me um As a matter of fact, everybody wants to see, I was about 280 at my heaviest, and I wasn't playing football anymore. (laughs) I was lifting weights, but I wasn't the healthiest either, right? I was going through my own health struggles, 280, and now now I'm 195, right? And um, it took a little bit of time, but I had to understand what was it for me? What was my intrinsic motivation what actually really mattered for me. And then now tapping into what other people's challenges are. And at the end of the day, you know I don't, I'm don't. i just here to listen to you because everybody here knows your own struggle. It's just a matter of are you honest with yourself and are you ready to be honest with yourself and then what are you going to do about it? Right.
2: Can, can I ask that though? What was your intrinsic motivation?
0: So, this is a lot of it um, has something to do with family, parents, elders, our community, the Filipino community, um, being an underdog. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, like being an underdog. You know what I mean? A lot of that. um seeing the struggles that you know like right now my dad 83 years old man but you name it right all the shit that you could you could think about he's suffering from and i'm sitting here like man i got all the solutions for you but you ain't you're not you're not
1: willing to give willing to
0: give it a try or you do but it's a small amount of effort and then just forgets about it right and so that has been a big intrinsic motivation for me and then when I was telling you guys earlier I was Again, I got up to about 280 And then during the pandemic I was, my blood pressure shot up Again, like 180 over 110 And it was climbing sometimes Here and there I didn't want to Or I still don't want to fall Down that path That majority of our people Are going through And you call it You know, conspiracy theory or not But the path for all of us is medication for some reason versus how do we make our lives better by how we live, right? So I've taken it for myself as a challenge Mm -hmm. and my own journey, right? Dude, we had 30, in our 30s, we had friends that were already in blood pressure medication, right? right. A couple years ago, I had some people in our circles and are, went to Lowell and I was like, all right, you guys need help. All of them were on medication, right? One one person, she was on statins and she wasn't even, she didn't even have high cholesterol yet. I go, why are you in statins? Oh, uh, the doctor said it was for your preventative. I go, preventative? Okay. I don't know if you guys know what, stance can do to the body yeah. but it's not that good right uh, well yeah any anything that's like uh you know anything that that um stops lipid formation in your system can affect you in so many different ways and one of it is myopathy right you know myopathy is when it's, it's a dysfunction with your muscles you start getting weaker right and you know i've seen it p- firsthand because my dad was on it He went from, like, you know, doing all right, walking, walking, walking. Now he's having a hard time going up the stairs, right? I mean, granted, he's 83. On the flip side, my mom's 82. She's running up and down the stairs, Mm -hmm. right? And you can say, okay, it's genetics. Yeah, genetics is how it responds to what you're doing to it, right? And so that's been my thing. It's been like, all right, I want to have, you know, I I want to extend good quality of life as much as possible. I want to try to, you know, call it the, the the fountain of youth and just, like, push it as far as I can. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it's doable because I see it. I've seen it. I see, like, elders getting into fitness, and, and I'm just like, yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about because it was never we, – we didn't study it till recently. Studies are, are there now. You got like 70-year-olds lifting weights like crazy. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? i those
1: videos of, yeah. Yeah. Doing calisthenics and yeah.
0: Dude, lifting it, weights. It, what? 10 years ago, there was a video that came out of uh, China. All these Chinese seniors were in the park doing pull-ups, doing inverted sit-ups. I'm like, whoa. Inverted sit-ups. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so how many of us can do pull-ups? This, these old guys were just like, whoa, whoa. I was like, okay, it's doable. Right. So, I mean, you know, God forbid I go and, you know, things go right. And hopefully, you know, I can continue that path. And for me, I just want to try to inspire others to be like, oh, man, we don't got to go that route over there. We can go this route right here. It takes effort.
2: But that, that just goes to show you, though, to, to exactly what you're saying. It, it's all there in the palm of your hands. You can do this if you want to. You, yeah. can, get, you can get healthier. You can get better. You can get in shape, whatever that means to yeah. you. And we saw that during yeah. the pandemic.
0: Oh, 100%. When
2: people had nothing else to do. 100%. Everyone t- Everyone bought up all the bicycles. Everyone bought up all the gym we equipment. We were that group.
0: Yeah, we were that group. <laughs> but what, you, guys were, you guys were the ones riding around in the bikes? Yeah. We were around, <laughs> yeah. Around, yeah, We were <laughs> getting get together. No, dope. Say, dope. Running anyway. Yeah, there was yeah. a whole big group of y'all. I was like,
2: oh, yeah, they're doing it. There you go. But, you know, it, it, the, the human mind is funny. Like, um, mm-hmm. but, when it's a when it's a challenge we make a mountain out of a molehill yeah but when you have nothing else in front of you you realize oh shit it's doable what's attainable right? absolutely so that's exactly what you're saying so when you're speaking of the people in circles that we may have overlap in i'm i'm assuming that some of them that that there's a cultural barrier here too right
0: yeah, yeah. so
2: how do you how do you deal with that cultural? Well, I, I guess let me let me ask this better. There are barriers to it. How do you deal and assess with all those barriers? And how when you are asking these people, why are you in this? What's the next step there?
0: So it's 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 a process, right? And, and this is again why I like find so much passion about it because it's a it's a puzzle that I am trying to. Help connect the dots for, um, for each person on a yeah, single person. If I'm working with you one on one, the group stuff is different. I have I actually have other coaches that work with them, right? I got a coach that does um, you know meditation, mindful stuff, and then I got a, a same coach does um, gut health. Gut health, y'all. If y'all in, not in tune with it, get with it. Hundred percent life changer. During the pandemic, I lost thirty pounds because of it. Okay. Um, so when it comes to one-on-one stuff, um, and, and you know, again, I'm not a psychiatrist, right? But I'm a coach, and in what I do with with wellness, there's a there's a there's a line where people will continue to push as far as what they want to share with me, right? If in my 20s, I wouldn't be able to help them because I don't have the life experience, I don't have the knowledge that I've learned in the past you know, 20 some years. And so, um, individually, I've heard a lot of like what the barriers are, right? Cultural. Yes, there's, it's definitely there, but it's comes back to your honest truth of who you are, what you want to do, what you want to be. Because if I use culture as a barrier, that's just my excuse, right? Because excuse is an excuse, no matter what it is, right? It always comes back to, is this, does this idea fit your DNA? Is this who you want to be, right? You can say, yeah, man, I want to be fit. I no, no, truly, do you really want to be it? Do you really want to go this route? Because you have to be honest with yourself. Right And the other thing I'll ask uh, ask people is Okay Is your environment And where you're at Ready to go Ready to change That's including culture Because you're going to have to make Some adjustments And and, and changes there Right
2: And the support system at home. Support
0: system at home Understanding like You know We'll get into the The Filipino food stuff Because I have another thing About that Um, And then from there, the why, why do you want to do this? And, and it, it, you have to have the right intrinsic motivation to why you want to do it. Okay, that's just, like, that's sports psychology 101. The little kids that go play sports because they love it, it's because they love it. They have fun. But if they start, like, you start putting too much competition to them, they actually get turned off. It's, it's been documented, Right. And then the last thing is are you ready to make that change and what are you ready to make and what are you ready to do? And the thing is some people are scared of what the changes are. Yo, they could be as simple as go take a walk. I always say walking is the most underrated workout in the world and it truly is. I'll show you all the data. It makes a huge difference, right?
1: I just started that this week. Just started walking.
0: Just walk. I got my clients in a uh, Pacer app. And I give him a challenge and say, All right, who can outdo the other person just for fun? And at the end of the month I'm gonna have a prize for you. <laughs> so I got people checking the the app to see oh shoot. I got one guy he just told me today, he goes, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got about fifteen thousand steps over him and he's like, No, I'm gonna catch up. I'm like, Oh, let's go. He's let's go. Let's go. Well you he could he could do it. He could do, do it, he can get fifteen thousand steps in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: The fact that he wants to do it, that's the motivation to, I want to beat you.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know. That's, that's good. That's, that right there is like, that could be ext- ext- extrinsic, but yet there's something intrinsic about it, right? Um, so, I mean, when it comes to going back to your question of the cultural stuff, you just have to see what works and what doesn't. And what are you willing to change, right? What, what are you willing to change? It's unfortunate because our culture, Filipino culture, for those of you guys who don't know, um. Man, you know, you can see photos of like our ancestors, right? Ripped, (laughs) chiseled, fit, Fit, right? (laughs) Understood. Lifestyle change, there's influences, blah, 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 technology. But you can't tell me that it was genetics that put you here. No man, it's just the same thing. It's still your lifestyle. What are we doing? You just stop doing what they're yeah, doing. You just stop doing what they're doing and then you're eating probably junk that they didn't eat back in the day. Right. Right? So it's all lifestyle, man. And and, and the unfortunate thing is, man, our like the way we do live, it's a lot of it is against that. Against trying to stay healthy. Mm-hmm right so I, I was telling you guys i was in the philippines back, a couple months ago and i was like just wondering why do why do they the elders experience the same disease that we do here
2: why why do they why
0: do they right because it's a different life in the philippines so why are they experiencing the same thing mm-hmm. and i sat back you know saw this little three in one packet coffee that they're drinking every day. What's the first ingredient? Sugar. Sugar, sugar yeah. Coffee ingredient was probably the fourth. I don't know what else was in there, I forgot.
1: It's probably coffee flavor, right?
0: Yeah. And the, the brain the, shut off after sugar. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh well there's 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 the answer right there. Right? In the especially in the rural cities they have, you know, adapted to what was being sold to them because it's more convenient, it's the cheapest, so forth and so on. So see how everything, so that alone is against how we can stay healthy. And then you do have those that still live with growing their own food, right? They got vegetables out there. I got one of my cousins, she just bought a house in um, uh, Antipolo, and she was like, "Yeah, it's beautiful." Mm-hmm. The only house in her like field, yeah. and and I'm looking out her backyard. I'm like, "Did you just grow these?" She's like, "Nah, it was there." She had coconuts, bananas, mango tree. Yeah. I was like, "You, those here?" He goes, "Yeah." And I'm over here like, "Damn, how much is this avocado?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's like you know the the thought of like convenience what's cheap what's being sold to you it falls right in and then technology too so it's and then now imagine that and that not being educated about it sure. and now they're wondering like why why am i experiencing all these different diseases and sickness you go to your you know family doctor depending on how they've been trained a lot of times right like, here's a medication you know what i mean so
2: so, how how do you deal with that? Because you mentioned that earlier, when someone is on one of those statins, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, my doctor gave me this." How do you deal with? Does it become combative when you tell them?
0: Um, when I was younger, I I was. Combative. <laughs> you can't help it. No, ever. no, because I, you know I'm so passionate about it, like, but as, as the nowadays I I don't. I first and foremost you have to. Um, you have to respect what these physicians these physicians know. You have to respect their their training, mm-hmm. but also understand what their training is, what kind of training they they received right so understanding that okay, how much of their medical um, training actually in food it, it actually included nutrition exercise what 's the effects of exercise how much of it actually was was emphasized is very little. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, They're um, really focused on pharmaceutical, medical stuff, um, medication, which is fine. There is so much room for it. Right. It saves a lot of people. And that's why there's people like me that tries to take the little things that they have learned and say, okay, how can we take exercise, lifestyle changes, the right nutrition and really make a better option or at least another option for our community? Right, but do um, some
1: of these physicians have incentives for medication.
0: Um, like they get a kickback. I don't want to. There's some. I mean, there's not supposed to, right? I mean, there's there's laws now against where if I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep, I'm not supposed to be doing certain things to woo you to to right. Sure. But what happens is they have a they have protocols. You saw it during the pandemic. Yeah. They have protocols they have to follow. Because if they go beyond that protocol and outside of certain practices, they become liable. Mm-hmm. So they have to follow it, right? Um, which is unfortunate because each individual has a practice. That means you, have, you should have the ability to go and read research and then have an educated option to apply it, right? right? But the way things have happened they have to follow protocols.
2: Definitely. And, you know, know, as you're speaking, I'm actually, I I kind of pictured my last doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. And not to take anything away from the medical field, like you said, they're doing exactly what they were trained to do. But they never really, at least from what what I can remember, there have been a few doctors growing up, but they don't really focus on why are you here? How'd you get here? It's, It's almost like to me, they're so stuck on treating the symptom, not uh,
0: yes. Not so the overall, condition. right. That is their um, philosophy: is to treat the symptom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's only now that they're really trying to see what well, what's the cause. And you know, I studied a little bit of Eastern medicine. Eastern medicine is all about the cause. So now there's an overlap. They're trying to really like understand. Okay, we need to really learn there, right? right. Um, but yeah And then The other side of it Is this um, Man I was a <laughs> <Yeah>. that was, <laughs> that's a big ass poor
1: Woo That's a heavy
0: head Hey um, yeah, I mean, But
2: but it kind of supports What you're just saying Which is Wellness is in the individual's hands
0: You have to Be an advocate For your health bro Right You have to man Hopefully If there was anything That we learned From The pandemic Is you got to be an advocate? You got to go and 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 ask questions. You can't just take everything and say yes, yes, right? But yeah, but I mean,
2: so back to it. That's that's actually where you come in. I mean, when, when I when I think about wellness coaching, that's where wellness coaching would fit in most. Is how can you get me out of the environment, the social construct?
0: Yeah, I mean, again, going back again. The, the, what the doctors and physicians do is you know well respected there's much room for what they do um, we need them um, but here's the other thing you got to think about which is kind of what's screwed up When's the last time you sat with one for more than 30 minutes or even more than 10 minutes
1: that's like yeah with any doctor right, right? It,
0: it's hard to sit so with that's, within right. them that long which tells you what kind of practice it is what's your symptom Here's what you take to get rid of that symptom. Right? I've listened to my, my dad's position. I had an episode. My dad had an episode. He was turning dark purple. And he was losing his ability to communicate with me. So I was like, all right. Let me go take you to the, to the ER. Went to the ER. And I was like... Um, go take a look at him, blah, blah, And then I was talking to the ER physician and I said, I could almost tell you it's probably because he was on gout medicine. I don't know if you know what the gout medicine are. It's very big in the community, right? He was on gout medicine and one of them is very, very, let's just say harsh on the kidneys, right? And one of the things that you can see as a symptom when your kidney is being challenged is, that with the symptom that he was he was um, um, yeah he's yeah so she was like oh yeah maybe I said okay um, she, she said
2: maybe when you brought up the right the yeah
0: I, I get it I understand she can't just jump the gun and be like yeah that's what it is um, but I told her I said it might be this you might look into this so after eight hours he stayed there they rehydrated him got him stabilized he was okay um, he has she he had because was, this was uh, the same. Well, it was Kaiser. Let to tell you who this. So the Kaiser system knows what you, what your history is. So he went to go see his um, his regular physician, and I straight up told him I was like, "Can you confirm that this was what might have been causing that?" And he said, "Yeah, maybe." Right. And said, yeah, let's take you off that medication. And I'm like, what? Mm. Right? And I was like, okay. And of course, that's what we wanted to do, right? But for those that are listening, this is why I'm trying to say you have to be an advocate for your health. You can't just take what they're going to give you and say, okay, I got to take this now. Right? Ask questions. Ask what the side effects are. What are my options? What's the success rate? Is this going to actually cure me or is this just to save me from all the symptoms and, I don't know, extend my life?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Be as blunt as possible and ask those questions. And take what they give you and ask them more and ask yourself, because this, is this the solution I want? Right? There's some, that's what they want. Fuck it. I'm going to go eat as much crap as I want and just take this medication. Okay, cool. That's you. They just want the band-aid. Sure, if that's what you want, but if for some of us they're like, nah, what is the, what is actually causing this, and most of the people that work in this field is always going to be, it's like a puzzle. I'm trying to figure it out myself, right? Oh, process of elimination. Let's try this. Let's try that. Ah, that's what's causing it. Cool. Let's let's address it, right? But going back to what you're saying, they there is no, they don't coach you. How to do this? You go to you go and say, "All right, um, you're diabetic. Go see this this RD right here, or you're uh, you have high blood pressure. Take this medication, or oh, stop eating this. Stop eating that." How you gonna tell me to stop eating this? Well, what do I eat, right? Oh, okay. Well, you go talk to this guy. Talk to this guy. Okay, but there's no real. I, I gotta I gotta admit it. I gotta say it. It has to be hand-holding for a lot of people. There has to be accountability. If you don't have accountability for them, they're not going to do it. So that's why they get the prescription because it's just going to extend the person's, you know, ability to keep living, right? right. right but not resolve this, this, the, this, the 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 issue. So there's also that human psyche behind it, right?
2: right. Yeah, well, there's definitely the human psyche behind it. So you, you had said they when you're in that doctor's office, first of all, it should be a partnership. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't fault the doctors completely. When no, you're, no, no. Not at all. Not know, at when all. You're, when you're they're you're just trying to
0: give you a solution.
2: Right. They're, they're you're
0: the, the one that's in there fucking
2: you're, up. They're <laughs> reporting and they're telling you what to do after you report it. I mean, they, yeah. they have to deal with your subjective complaints
0: first. Right. Um,
1: but they used to try to backtrack and see how it all started they don't do that
0: anymore yeah like the, like they the, don't try to get the family doctors anymore. that know your whole family history
2: yeah, yeah. I, I i mean and you're right because i think we have progressed away from that with uh with this new wave of medicine and again this isn't a knock on, on medicine in itself it's just taking a turn but that's part of the reason we're having this conversation because you know you got to take control of your own health um partner with your doctor, be an advocate, but I'll make sure you speak up and understand what's going on for you. With that said, we touched on this and kind of how things evolve. You started in 2018, NXS. You probably didn't have that same you know, data bell curve and to, for, for measurement in terms of business or business growth, because in 2020, the pandemic hit. Yes. Yeah. What were your biggest lessons personally and from a business perspective because of the pandemic?
0: Oh, man. Actually, just what I said, you you have to uh, be an advocate for yourself, your health and your family um, and know that um, you have the capability to live how you want to live. You have the option, you have the will to do things, right? Um, you can't just take everything you hear and just run with it. I mean, there was such a big, like, I mean, there's still, I think, a little bit, the, the conversation about even, like, the the vaccines, right? That was such a big thing. Vaccine or not, you're either or. And you're like, what the fuck, what's yeah. going on? Um, you know, I, I've had the, people from both sides, You know, because I have, you know, people that work in the medical industry, and then I have people that are more holistic. And I'll listen, and actually we'll ask questions like, okay, what do you think about it? And then you start, you know, looking at data and stuff like that. And and it's crazy because uh, there's some groups that just don't want to listen because this is what authority said and would even say, it was much easier before when we just follow what the authority said. Authoritative figures. Mm-hmm. I go, true, but there's a reason why we all have the ability to think this through because does it make sense, right? Um again I'm not saying I'm for or or not, right? Should I got I got vaccinated, whatever. But, you know, right now are we hearing about some of the things that are post? vaccination whether it's complications or success not too much the conversation is still we have to get ready for the next wave of getting people boosted but there's a question because people are questioning what we're doing well yeah why wouldn't we question it when the whole process was not you know it was never gonna be flawless but there's too many politics behind behind it, right? So there's going to be that. So
2: and, and, the, and it was a moving target. The, yeah, the process was a moving. Yeah, target. moving
0: target. So, and I don't want to get too much into the, you know the the pandemic and the vaccination stuff, but you know, go back to your question. I mean, my 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 experience and my learning, um, my, what I learned from it is really knowing that if I commit in taking care of myself and making decisions for myself and my family and I'm consistent with it then I can create those changes mm-hmm. right and again I mentioned earlier during the pandemic is when I cut out about 30 pounds of body fat just like you know what because I was about 230 my blood pressure shot up I was like hmm why my blood pressure so high yeah. <laughs> I went straight to my boy, my partner in the, in his sports chiropractic. I go, hey, can you check this? Why is my pressure pressure so high? He goes, Yo, what's going on? And from that point, I said, All right, I'm taking I'm taking a hold of it. Again, so mind no medication, you,
1: medication. You just decided a lifestyle change.
0: Yeah, um, one physician gave me a medication. I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't take it Okay. because. Um, I, I don't. I don't recommend to do what I just did. I just decided not to. I knew what it was. Um, I even asked her. I go. Why don't I just eat this then? She goes. Well, you could. All right. Um, what if I change this? Because the reason why she gave me the medication is because she knew I was already active. She goes. You're already physically active. You're already fit. So why is your blood pressure high? You might have to just take this. Okay. And I. I was like, ah, let me just. Let me just work on this. Let me see what I can do. And it was like literally like March, April, by June, my blood pressure was back to normal.
2: Nice.
0: Right? Medication-free. Medication-free.
2: Just through lifestyle changes.
0: Yeah. And then I went from 230. I was about 215 by August. By the end of that year, I was about 200 pounds.
1: Good stuff, man.
0: And, 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 And the physical things that I did, it's not even that crazy. Because I, would, I was already working out. I would do hit classes. You know what I started doing? Here's my secret. I told you guys earlier. It's the most underrated exercise Walking. ever. Walking. Yep. Yes. I would minimum walk 30 minutes a day to 60 minutes. That would give me about three miles a day. Minimum. Right? right? There's actual documentation there was a, of how many steps you should should take a day for, for, for good health. It's only 7,000 steps. That's about an hour straight walk. Yeah. Is
1: that the couch or the fridge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep going, right, back and forth, times. back and forth. <laughs> 80, 80, 80. Yeah, and, and and the thing about the walk, it was also stress management. Oh, that's what people forget. That's
2: a big component, right?
0: Right, there. because people think when you got to go work out, you got to go, got go work, out, work out hard. Guess what? The working out hard also triggers stress. stress. Your stress, your stress hormones get kick in. Right?
1: It's like, I got to work out harder, right? It's that mm-hmm. misconception of, I yeah. got to
0: work out harder. And that, that, to me, was a maturity in my part because uh, in our field, that was always pushed, work harder, right? But I was like, oh, wait, let me take a, let me take a different route here. Mm-hmm. So, because now you're covering what is the other parts of your whole wellness, sure. right? The majority right now is talk about mental health. Because they, they start can't. A
2: walking, group guys. No, but you know but, but really, no, John John touched on this earlier when he was talking about how fit our ancestors were. Right. Or, or going back to our indigenous roots, that they're fit because well, yeah, go wrong? <laughs> but they walked, bro. They they walked everywhere, everywhere. right? I mean, it, there was no there was no Uber, there were no electric hybrid cars, no so. jeepneys, no uh, <laughs> None of that.
0: yeah. I mean, go ask your. Folks around you to go to the store or go to Lucky's two blocks away. I guarantee you you know, they're going to get on the car. I
1: mean, even as as kids, right? That is true. When we, you weren't driving, anywhere we needed to go, if you weren't on the bus, all we did was walk. Yeah.
0: Right. In college. Yeah. You know, we, walk, we walked all the time, right? Yeah. From class to class. Campus was damn big, right? What happens when we get into the work field and, what, 90% of people's jobs are sedentary. So, okay, then then what? How do we adapt to that? How do you change? That's the reason why we created, you know, workouts, fitness, and all these different elements is because the activities that you have on a day-to-day basis is reduced. So we created these workout regimens that are 20, 30 minutes of high intensity to try to get as much caloric expenditure as we can for you guys, Mm. right? But even that, people start dreading it because you're like, oh, it's too fucking hard. Well then, let's take it back to the, the functionality of things. Just go walk everywhere. Great. It's so underrated, man. It's like that's, that's the only thing I added to my my activities, and it just it's crazy. So is
1: this a certain pace you have to go at, or just go out there and walk?
0: walk. Go go and walk. Go go out and walk first. <laughs> just go walk.
1: No, like I said, I started yeah. this yeah. week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started just with a, a mile or a, a mile and some change.
0: So. I'll break it it down for you If you want um, This is a free consulting for you guys Uh, Thank you you. It's actually um, The frequency is more important Mm -hmm. How frequent can you go and move Mm -hmm. Right The duration is 10 minutes Per bout At a minimum The total is anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes Mm -hmm. Per day So if you were like for people that work, right? Try to get a ten minute work walk before you go to work. During your lunch, take another ten minute walk. Some some time. Mm-hmm. walk again after work. That's thirty minutes total of walking. Mm-hmm. You already beat half of the battle, right? You already you already had, um, attained it. Dude, so, so
2: for you, Harold, that means <laughs> walk to your brother in law's refrigerator.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that. That's a good one. That is a good one.
2: Or walk to McDonald's. <laughs> no. not that. Walk back with some fries. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was following you during the pandemic, and I saw when you started promoting walking. Um, so I saw that you were making changes during the pandemic, and you were making adjustments. So this is a segue and a pivot. Talk to us about other changes you've made. The, the YouTube channel. Speak to us about
0: that. Oh, yeah. So the YouTube channel is the the, the latest thing I'm doing. Um, so I partner with um, one of my partners, Doctor Joe uh, Joe Jaime. Um, we um, created a the Move Better channel on YouTube. Um, it's a partnership between myself and um, his sports chiropractic facilities called uh, Shift Movement. It's in out in Dallas City, okay. and so. We're both daily city-based businesses.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I watched the YouTube channel, yeah. um, so I'm I'm a little insecure right now because I I'm looking at you and I'm trying to make sure I'm postured right.
1: Now. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw. I, I saw. It's all yeah. Good. It's all good. <laughs> I was like, you know what? In between, uh, is the stool safe to try and practice this posture thing?
2: I, I you know, I wasn't sure. Actually, it is.
1: No, that does. It, 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 it. Was
2: sensible and it means yeah. Even yeah, For me, just making those slight adjustments and exercise. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but you
1: yeah, had a non-slip mat. I don't have, like, you know, maybe against the wall would be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, you'd be amazed, like, the little things that you do. Um, so that's what we're, we're doing with that channel is just to um, give people a new resource. Excuse me. i all burping because of the strength. Um, we're trying uh, to give... Um, Different approaches to how to move better and address um, pains, aches, injuries, I mean, across the board, mm-hmm. right? We did one about posture. We've done like multiple videos on posture. The one we released just yesterday was about sciatic uh, injuries, which most people don't even know what it really is, right? Oh, it's my sciatic, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we try to give them, you know, like, uh, here, this is what it really is. You got one on plantar fasciitis? Uh, Not yet, but we'll we'll do that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I got that right now.
0: It's killing me. You could resolve that easy. Right. Yeah. Uh And so a lot of the things that we are addressing are things that actually hinder people from going and moving. Hmm. or going and staying active or go because I'll get all the excuses. Oh, you know, cause my plantar fasciitis. All right, cool. I'm going to show you something else. We're going to go do this other type of activity or we can address it. Right. And so, um, it's to really enlighten people. Right. Don't, don't use this as the excuse for you to stop moving. Right. Mm-hmm. right? right. When the issue was cause you weren't moving in the first place. Right. I was doing ergonomics for companies, and um, you know, for a minute there, it was about how do you position all your stuff so that you're ninety degrees everywhere. Ninety degrees elbow, ninety degrees hip, ninety degrees knee. Your eye level computer was here, and this is where you're at, right? Nah. No, but you know what the issue is? The issue is this is where you're at the whole time.
2: Yeah, you're static.
0: You're static. That's always gonna be the issue. Oh, look, I got I got a uh, the up and down desk. Cool. Now you're standing, but you're still there standing the whole time. Yeah. Right. You have to move. Period. That's that's the, you guys heard of the use it or lose it? Yeah. It's the first thing I learned from my exercise physics instructor back in 1996. He said e- everything that you're gonna learn from me is about use it or lose it. You don't use it; it's going to diminish. The key, the good thing is, you could regain it back by training, and then utilizing it, right?
1: So, so, but I'm on my feet all day, and I am moving.
0: Yeah. Why do I have? Why do you have the plantar fasciitis? Yeah. That's a whole different um, uh, issue. So there's this thing where, um, well, it's actually the same. The approach is there's muscular imbalances and structural structural imbalances in your body. Based off of repetitive, repetitive stress movement, right? We're not built to just move this way all the time, but that's all we do, right? We're built to move all different directions, right? But because of modern modern lifestyle, we're stuck to moving a certain way or not moving at all. For you, you're moving a certain way, right? And you've been doing this for how long? Twelve years. How long? How long ago did you start? Just recently. That? Just recently. Yeah. So now you got to. We have to assess and say, well, what changed, right? What changed in your last? I don't know. um, That caused it, right? And it's um, the way it works. If you feel the pain on your, you feel it here, right?
1: My uh, left heel. Your heel. Left heel.
0: You put your heel. So your heel. There's tissues connected from your heel all the way to your feet to your toes. It's connected to your calves, back of your knee. Now you got to look at what's connecting the back of knee hamstrings, your glutes, it could literally ride up the whole chain. Right? So that's just a reaction. This is just telling you, I got pressure on my foot for some reason. Because all the connective tissue that I just talked about is stressed out. Why is it stressed out? That's the question. Mm. Because if we find out why it's stressing out, it's, it's all reactive. Right? For example, if I wanted to uh, relax my bicep, what I do?
2: What do you do to relax
0: it? Yeah. Straighten it out. Straighten up? I straighten it out, yeah. but, but by straightening out, I, sh- I just, I just stress my triceps. You see what I'm saying? Your body does a dance. There's connective tissues everywhere that will create reactions. So there's stress in your foot for some reason as a reaction. And the body's smart. It's actually doing it because it's compensating for something. You just got to figure out what. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it because I have hella kids?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Oh. <laughs> Could be.
2: I love how you just got yourself a free consultation, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah. I got to get it any way I can, man.
0: <laughs> you can't get rid of your kids, though, so.
2: <laughs> no, I love my kids. I love my kids. I think it's what you've been dealing with for a while. It's just that that left overhanging testicle. Hey, oh, man. man. Get that, get that hey. squared away.
0: Yeah. So that, that's that's it, man. There's that concept too, right? The left overhanging. The left, the
1: left with me. Yeah. Uh, are you going to come back to cupping it for me?
2: Oh, bro. Wow. Taking a turn here. Whoa. Okay. Taking a turn. But let's get back start. on track. Back let's on get track. back on track here. So you're doing so much in terms of keeping people into their wellness. uh Walk us through a day of your own personal wellness, your own self-care.
0: Ah. Man. Okay. I have a non-negotiable I've given myself. Mm. I always got to walk. So I take care of it first thing in the morning. Okay. I walk... 30, 60 minutes. 30, 60 minutes, depending on how my day is going to no, go. Attention. Minimum 30. Okay. Right? What have, time
1: do you get up? The thirty late. Like, I wake like,
0: up anywhere from between six and seven in the morning. Okay, and then I just depending on the day, when am I going to walk? It's usually the first thing I'll do, right? I'll do a few uh, a few alignment. I do postural alignment on myself, and then I'll go walk, right? After do you have I, a
1: dog, or you just go walk? Oh, on I just home. go.
0: Actually, sometimes I do have a little puppy. Okay, sometimes I'll take her, but she slows me down, so I'll leave her. home. I'll leave her at home. <laughs> most of the time, and then I'll just take her out later, right? Uh, So I do that on a daily, except maybe one or two days a week where, okay, I'm not going to do that today, right? So it's really like making that choice for myself. So that's my choice. I got to do this. Um, And then depending on the day, um, I also will do a workout in the morning. So, How long is that? two workout. three two to three days of the in of the, during the week um my workout could either be at seven fifteen in the morning or eight thirty depending on the day um the workout about an hour about an hour that's that's straight lifting okay yeah majority is all lifting weights um i actually uh shout out to my homies out at uh project thirteen those guys uh uh they used to work with me and now they are they're running a joint um so i I go there, so I don't got to think about it. I just, all right, what's the workout for today? Let's go. So do that.
2: Shout out Project 13. You know
0: Project 13. You know what I mean? Um, What else? And then I still teach workout classes for my students and then my clients.
2: And you still got to be mobile there.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Are you instructing or are you doing it with them? Both. And, And depending on what it is, if I'm doing too much instructing, then obviously I'm not getting a workout for myself. That's why I still have to have my own workout, right? Um, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, th- Thursday, 6 o'clock p.m., I'm instructing a workout class. And then sometimes at the university, depending on the semester, I'm teaching a workout class also. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's mobile. It's I'm moving all the time. Is it quite a workout for me? Depends. Sometimes I'll make it a workout, but a lot of times it's because I have to make sure they're doing... What they're supposed to do, correction and all that stuff, right? So that's why I have to have my own workout routine. Yeah. Um, I also include. Um, I'll try to include meditation once in a while, uh, once a week. Um, the things that I do too includes um, yoga moves, so it's not just about lifting. It's about the full gamut of trying to get flexible, get your movement functionality the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean the lifting is awesome it's great keep you strong give you you know connective tissue strong but you gotta stay flexible
2: limber. yeah
0: yeah that's my problem
1: I can't do that yeah.
0: I, I mean maybe I can you just gotta work try that.
1: yeah just, over, just, just
0: learning techniques and stuff like that yeah. and then just being I mean shoot who here can touch your toes standing up standing straight up
1: I don't know. Maybe I, I think I try. still can. I think I can still do
0: that. Well, no. There's some people that can't do it, and then I show it. them a technique. All of a sudden, oh shit! How did I do that? It's a, it's a technique oh, thing. It's a, it's a mechanic. Right Hold on. <laughs> Actually,
2: I'm do better yeah, try on. it, man. <laughs> he said standing
0: yeah, up. For, he he up. Is, for those up. listening,
2: he is literally standing uh, up. I mean, you already touched on.
0: it. He just wanted to show off. So, you're he's, in session, man. Good. Come he's when, it hurts. trying to show us his issues. It's
1: really bad. Joel. So, man, we, nice. we've all been at the start of a journey, right? All of us here, like we started riding bikes, we started doing push ups together, we started, we started that fitness journey, especially during the pandemic. How do you stay motivated to continue doing what you're doing?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Cause everybody kind of hits like peaks.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. I can't sit here and tell you I don't eat lumpia. Come on now. I just had a taco over there. <laughs> I mean, but no there's a uh, there, what? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I had one. I had one. I'm gonna have some more. I saw the yet I was like, oh yeah, we gonna hit that. We gonna hit that one. No, you you have to. Um, for me, it's, it's it's staying true to myself, man. Like you gotta. You look. We have one. You got one, one body, right? And we already know as we age, it deteriorates to a certain degree. But are you aiding it in deterioration or are you aiding it to continue to be as functional as possible, right? That's one mindset you got to have because you only have one, right? I also, again, I, I mentioned earlier, I use, I look at elders and say, so I wanna have to experience what they're experiencing, or can I be the other elders that are staying
1: fit? Doing the pull ups and
0: Yeah, doing all that stuff, right? I mean life you never know. But still, I'm gonna keep that mindset. Um and just really setting like non negotiables for yourself. Yeah. Right? And That's a good one. and they yeah, my non negotiable is I'm gonna go walk. Yeah. Right? Do I lift weights every day? No. Right? I, I do enough for the week though. Um and then there's a there's a balance. There's always gonna be a counterbalance. If I had this today, guess what I'm doing tomorrow morning?
1: Walking and extra. Walking. Ninety minutes
0: uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm, if y'all want to join me Daily City, seven thirty in the morning, I'm gonna have a workout class. Yeah,
1: well
2: not <laughs> But I, I like that approach though about having a non negotiable and that your non negotiable is walking mm. because it's realistic, it's practical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's and I, something so simple. All my clients that I work with still, I tell them, "Hey, that's what you got to do." Or I let them choose what that non-negotiable is. Mm-hmm. Right? I give them an 80/20 rule. 80% of the time you try to live as healthy as you can, 20% of the time you have a you have a little flexibility on on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but because that's what life is all about. But if you're disciplined enough to be like, nope, I'm never gonna have that cake ever, ever. Okay, cool. That's you. That's, that's you, right? And, and, and it, you have to kind of like set the tone for yourself on, um, because we all know, we all have experienced success, and we all know personally how you can attain success for yourself. How do you How do you apply that to this? Idea of staying healthy and well. I'm just here to let help you extract it out. So what is it, right? And you got to roll with it and keep going with it. It's not a. It's not a one stop journey. It's a just this is this is it, right? Mm-hmm. You know to say enjoy, enjoy the journey. Yeah, this is it. This is your journey, man. Yeah. There's no end to it. Some people have said this goal, I'm gonna hit that goal and after that I'm done. Not really. You, you just gotta just keep, keep going. going
2: right? mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. That's it. And through life you will make adjustments. Right? You will make adjustments. I don't go into the gym and lift three hundred plus pounds on the bench press anymore. You don't. I, no. <laughs> you <look like> <laughs> no, the question is, do I need to? What would I need it for? Yeah. Right? I don't. So you'll make these adjustments. And as long as you're Fulfilling that, okay, I'm still staying active. I'm hitting, you know, cardiovascular, strength, flexibility. You know, I'm getting my gut right, sure. and you're good. And you make you make it habitual.
2: There's maturity in those
0: adjustments, though, right? Man, there is because in the in the past we can get away with the youthfulness, yeah, right. But even then, it's hard work for some of us. But right? even
2: ego, because when you talk about you're not lifting 300 anymore. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a time for me, and I'm like, man, can I lift 300 anymore? And it kind of messes with your head a bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I got students right now asking, me, hey, coach, what was the heaviest you ever lifted? I go, I don't need to share this with you. I'll share it anyway, 300 plus. (laughs) (laughs) On the bench? What do you got? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, the ego, whatever, right? But at, at the end of the day, it's... I, I will always ask my clients, "How is whatever you're doing serving you?"
2: Right, and now it's for longevity. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, three, lifting three hundred is great, but then you're also prone to injuries when you're lifting that heavy all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you have it in you that you want to be able to lift that much, go for it. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. Why not? Right. Um, but if you're lifting three hundred pounds, and but you could barely walk up a flight of stairs and not get lightheaded then you're missing something right right there there has to be really now the knowledge of how do you stay healthy mm-hmm. right again i gained a lot of weight i thought i was fine i was lifting weights but i wasn't fine mm-hmm. you know i had like sleep apnea i had high blood pressure this and that right um now, I'm good. You know what I mean? I I, I avoided the CPAP.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So
2: that CPAP sleep though I hear is pretty good from from some brother lips. I've Clay. also heard that from Joe coy Joe yeah. yeah.
0: I got I got some fans that do it. They yeah. they swear by it. It's cool. The CPAP. Sleep. I actually tried it one time. Yeah, I just just to try it. Yeah, just to try it. Yeah. Um I, I thought I was only out for 15 minutes but I was out they said no dude you were out for an hour I'm like what yeah. and then yeah. after that one hour of it I was like this like yeah. like I was like as if I had like caffeine in me just like you know because it's it's oxygen saturation getting into your system
1: yeah, yeah. wow
0: yeah you guys heard of the book uh, Breathe there's a book Breathe about breathe it talks about how um, breathing through your nose um, affects your health What Differently What Affects your health In a positive way Oh, good
1: way In a good, wow. way, right? like, in in a good way. way Oh yeah It's like a, yeah. Man, no, no, I no. start breathing Through my mouth No 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 Through
0: your nose
2: Okay Do they even have those
0: I mean there's There's like people Like <laughs> taping up their yeah. their, their, they, their mouth
2: What is it Vicks No they tape up their mouth they, So
0: they can force So when they're Yeah they to force, their their force to Breathe through their nose they wear
1: like The mouth guard too Or something like that It looks like a mouth guard Oh okay
0: it's about uh, there's a lot of there's some studies coming out about it yeah. but there's a book that came out like I don't know a long time ago it's called Breathe and it talks about breathing through your nose uh, so there's there's a there's, a, um, there's health benefits yeah. find yourself when you're sleeping do you breathe through your nose or your mouth try to breathe through your nose yeah.
1: <laughs> I gotta record myself tonight and figure out where I breathe or you I just put me. on
2: your CPAP bro I don't have that, so. Hey, John, this is a question we ask everyone that comes here. Obviously, the name of the show is The Second Half, so we would like to ask, what is the second half for you and for NXS?
0: Um, Well, NXS is so, as a consulting company, is still in its infancy stage. Mm -hmm. I think I just, I think I'm really literally like, finding where I need to be um, based off of um, my passion. And so the second half of it is going to be pretty wide open and endless. Um, I can't see myself not having my hand on um, helping inspire people to live a healthier lifestyle or um, especially we're coming to the age where, um, things will be popping up health-wise, right? I mean, it's already happening, right? Again, the last 10 years, it's already popping up for some of us, right? Some some of our friends. So I can't really see not having my hand on that. Um, I really want to address things like um, how our community and our culture um, have has to have a better outlook on it. And, you know, how, like, you you hear people say, oh, you're you're in bad health because you're eating all that Filipino food, right? And I'm sitting here like, have y'all ever had um, Ilocano food?
2: Like straight up real Ilocano food?
0: Yeah, man. It's probably one of the healthiest way of eating.
2: Yeah, but you just made my wife happy because she's like, she's over there. She didn't hear this. She's like, Ilocano.
0: Yeah. No, seriously. I mean. Uh, my well, my dad's half. And Then my my older brother's wife is from Ilocos uh, Norte, and and when they eat, man, the 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 fresh vegetables is always a part of it. Mm-hmm. Seafood, fresh vegetables, it's all there. So when I hear, oh, you're getting unhealthy because you're eating Filipino food, I go, what what, what are you eating? Yeah. <laughs> right. Not to mention, there's so much. Uh, you know, and you, you talk, you, you guys hear about the um, kind of going off your original question, but um, the whole thing about trans fat, saturated fat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys know what the, the things that are really coming out nowadays, right? Yeah. Hot topic, right? Um, the oils that you're using, stuff like that. That's the reason why our foods all of a sudden, not, not all of a sudden, but why it's not considered healthy. Is because of the ingredients that's being pushed into how we're making this our food, right? So, like um, the oils, right? And it's we can get like really deep into like how it was pushed that coconut was not healthy. Coconut oil because it's high in saturated fat is not healthy. Right, mm-hmm. what are they pushing now? Coconut oil. Coconut oil. <laughs> What's Coconut. the healthiest option Avocado for milk? Oil. Coconut milk.
1: Coconut milk.
0: Yeah. Why? Because there was um, lack of full research and information. Then there's also some, you know, political business side on it, mm-hmm. right? Because when Um, The U.S. came in They wanted to sell their products Mm. Right We drank a Canned carnation milk for a while And that was an American product While previously we were Drinking coconut milk Which now they're like oh man this is the healthiest thing out there (laughs) Oh Yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) Thank you You just screwed up my whole You know lineage of how I'm Cooking my, my food culturally And now my people are unhealthy Had us on that evap milk. Yeah, evaporated milk, condensed milk, all that stuff. So, like, there's like, so that's why it's like, what I love is there's people in our generation that are culinary arts, you know, Mm -hmm. masters and whatnot, and passion, and they're taking our food and saying, nah, man, this is how we do it. They're bringing fresh ingredients back in, you know, a little bit of fusion here and there, which is great because, you know, you got to evolve with what's around, you know? it's just cool, right? And but we have to just be advocates of what we're eating cuz guess what your kids are going to eat? What you're feeding them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right? Things like, you know, how 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 long how long ago was oatmeal being pushed to us being the healthiest thing? And then now they're like, "Oh man, wait a minute. This thing has as much carbohydrate as as white bread." Right? Yeah. Right? So now people are like, well, what the hell do I eat? Well, go eat what you were eating. Your people were eating back in the day. Go get some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> go,
2: go get something that's not processed.
0: Yeah, go get something that's not processed, right? right? It, but, you know. So that's where my second half is going to be. I'm going to continue to um, ride this uh, this wellness wave, be as uh, an advocate as much as I can, as much as I could, you know, if I could, if it's my network is here and this is where I'm making um, change and, and inspiring, cool. If I can make it bigger, cool. Wherever wherever it takes me, you know what I mean. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of like where I'm at, man. Where my my head is, where my passion is, you know. Um, and then just you know the things that I do with students at the university is to really like inspire them to find that same passion within what we're doing, and hopefully. You know it just mm-hmm. keeps expanding that way
2: definitely well big ups to you bro and good right luck keep doing it keep, right keep on. on moving and yeah you you have our support for sure because you know wellness it's 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 not just uh the hot button for this current generation yeah like we said earlier you can live to 80 but it's all about what you're gonna look like at 80
0: yeah man and and i'm just trying to i don't want a walker that's for sure do the pull-ups right <laughs> what is it the pull-ups hey i if i if i if i can help, uh help inspire you guys man let me know like you know last december i took a group of 15 people that's never the never have done the Spartan race at Oracle Park oh man i never did it i mean i did the ROTC back in the day mm-hmm. but this is different right. so i took about 15 people uh age range was the youngest i think well i had one of my interns he's he was like early 20s, but the oldest, I think, was 50-something. Good range. Mm. And we finished the Spartan all together. Nice, nice. So if I could uh, entice, down. I'm down. down. The, the entice. Walking. So <laughs> we're going to walk the
2: 30, 60
0: the minutes. start walking. <laughs> <I> start walking. <laughs> well, see, the, the Spartan was back December. Everybody started working out, you know, throughout the year. And then I gave them like a three-month mark on when we would train so that we could... Yeah. You know, be somewhat ready for that Spartan stuff. Right. It was great, man. It was like probably for a lot of them it was eye opening. Of like, oh man, I could do this still. Yeah, yeah you can, <laughs> yeah, but
2: it isn't easy. So you're right, like you, yeah. the Spartan race. I mean, yeah, like you, there's some yeah, preparation. Right. It's,
0: it's, it's the it's, it's the sprint. So it was like five k. There's like twenty plus about twenty obstacles. If you can't do one or two of them, fine. Right. You know, but we were there as a team and. You know, I had Rommel in there.
1: I think I saw that
0: one. Yeah, there was a I video of him that. jumping over, like, getting over to a seven foot wall by himself, and he jumped over and he was like, "Yeah!" He was like so stoked because he <laughs> he was that's the first time ever. I go, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. dope. But you definitely start walking. Awesome,
2: <laughs> thirty sixty minutes a day. That's the uh, that's the takeaway from this segment.
0: Yep, thirty sixty minutes yes. a day. Man, I gotta put you on the pacer app. Let's go. Let's let's watch let's, each let's other's steps. Let's do stuff. it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down I'm down for that Alright let's yeah, do it let's go. You guys get The next podcast You talk
1: about it <laughs> Oh yeah It's
0: From running all the courts, SF, to the town Dead bars, now we just running our mouths Barbershop talk, rocking the spot Got you thinking these opinions all coming in hot Lifelong bond has the convos flow Time just goes, constant growth Straight from the base, spreading knowledge and laughs Listen up, show love, homie, it's the second half